This message is brought to you from Calon Church. We pray that it encourages and inspires you. Hey, good morning. It is so good to be with you. I don't know how you're feeling. It's like we're a couple of weeks into lockdown now, so I don't know whether you're getting used to it or whether you're going stir crazy, but whatever, it is great to see you here this morning. You know, I was, as a child, often referred to as being quite rebellious because when people used to tell me what I could or couldn't do, I would always ask why, and if I kind of agreed with it, I might do it, but if I didn't agree with you, I probably would rebel, as they called it. And even now in adulthood, this lockdown phase is so bizarre to most of us, isn't it? Where we are as adults being told what we can and can't do, and it is such a a strange um, season to be in. Something happened to me a year last Christmas, which was similar. Philip had his Christmas party booked in uh, central London. And so I was invited to go along and I booked my train and I worked out how long it would take me to get from home to the train station. I gave myself some extra time, jumped in the car and off I went. I was so looking forward to it because it was like a top Um, restaurant in London so I was really looking forward to meeting the team as well I jumped in the car and I drove down the dual carriageway and if you know where we live we live just off um, a couple of miles up from the M4 so I was driving down the dual carriageway to join the M4 and just after I passed the Cumgwilly Junction if you know where I am which is the last junction on the dual carriageway I came to an abrupt stop a traffic jam I quickly turned on the radio and tried to check what was going on and indeed I found out that there had been an accident on the M4 and the M4 had been closed in both directions and all the traffic was being diverted around the back roads to avoid the accident. As I sat very slowly edging forward in the traffic jam, I soon realised that my dream of going to central London to this party in, um, in this posh hotel was soon becoming distant. Because as the time ticked by and my train had left the station and then the following train had left the station and the third option that was open to me was soon uh, fleeting by as well, I soon realised that I wasn't going to be going to London anytime soon. I sat in that traffic jam for over three hours before I was able to turn around and come home. It was so frustrating. What else is frustrating is when you get diversions. I was in uh, North Wales a couple of weeks back and it was during the bad weather and so I'd got there quite easily and uh, no issues at all but my journey home it took me instead of three and a half hours it took me nearly six hours to get home because the River Wye had, had burst its banks and so to get back to South Wales I was having difficulty crossing the river because every road I went on was closed because of flooding. It was so frustrating. And that's how it is in life sometimes, isn't it? We can be journeying along our way, we can be doing the career that we love and all of a sudden there's a road closure. All of a sudden we hit that obstacle that we cannot go any further. So there's lots of things that that can happen. It can happen in your career. It can happen in your business. It can happen in your family. And regardless of where it is, it is so frustrating because you can't head to where you want to go and you can't achieve what you want to achieve. I just wish I could have that crystal ball, you know, 
that tells you, yeah, if you make this decision, this is what will happen. If you make that decision, this is what will happen. If you go this particular path or this particular route or if you speak to this particular person, wouldn't it be great to know the end from the beginning? Wouldn't it be great to know what the right path in life uh, would be? And I think sometimes that that's what King David was thinking when he wrote the Psalm, Psalm 25 because he says this, show me the right path, Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. I think it really reveals David's heart, doesn't it? He wanted to be guided by God and led by the truth. David knew God was his saviour and placed all his hope in the one who created the right path. And just a couple of chapters on, we read kind of God's answer to him. Because in chapter 32 of Psalms, the Lord says this, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what you want? And that's certainly what I want. I would love somebody to say, Ruth, make this decision. Ruth, do this job. Ruth, have this a college course. Ruth, live here. I would love that. But that's exactly what God is saying here in Psalm 32. I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. One of my other favorite verses is Jeremiah 29 verse 11 as well. This is what God says. I know what I'm doing. And I like to personalize it. I know what I'm doing, Ruth. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you a future that you'd hoped for. I don't know about you, but in this uncertain time that we are living in at the moment, this season of coronavirus, I am so grateful that I, ha- I can be certain that God has my life planned out. And that whilst I don't know what the next couple of weeks, months or years look like, he does. And he will help guide me along the right path. So this morning, just for a very short time, I want to think about life's journey. I want to look at a few things to consider that when we hit these road closure signs in what we are trying to achieve, I just want to look at a couple of things that we could think about that may help us. Now, firstly, what I want to suggest is that a road closure signs in the natural is actually for our benefit. Now, what I mean by that is that usually a road closure sign, it doesn't go up because the police are just trying to be spiteful and they don't want you to go a particular route. It's usually for your benefit. You see, if an accident has happened already, the last thing the police want you to do is to crash straight into those crashed cars. If a tree has fallen or a road has collapsed, the last thing the police and the ambulance and fire service want you to do is to come round that corner and hit that tree or go down that collapsed road. If there's a flood, the last thing they want is for you to drive into that flood and get stuck in the high waters. So as frustrating as it is, when you see a road closure sign, which means you can't go that way anymore, it is for your benefit. It is a safeguard rather than an inconvenience. Romans 8 says this, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. Now, I'm not saying, and please don't think I am, that trials are good. They're not. There are things that myself and my family have been through that I wouldn't want anybody else to go through, and I would never wish to go through them again. But what I am saying, and what this verse is saying, is that God can work those trials out for good because he loves us. 
You see, if we love God and we really want his will for our lives, it is safe to say that we can trust him to bring good out of anything that happens to us. So if you're in a roadblock in your business, if you're in a roadblock in your family or your career or your finances, try to look at the good things that are around you. Try to, to look rather than at the obstacle of the benefits that you can see around you. One thing with the coronavirus, as I'm sure you will agree, is the good things that are coming out in community. To see families and streets doing, you know, Zoom bingo and um, street parties, all with obviously safe distancing and whatever. But to see that on social media, I think is amazing. This coronavirus has brought the good out in a lot of people. And this coronavirus, what it has done is it's built a lot of more community within our villages and our towns. So roadblocks are not necessarily all bad. And sometimes we just need to look for the good in them. Secondly, a road closure makes you reevaluate your journey. You see, when you come to a road closure signs, you may have to pull over and get your map out or readjust your sat-nav or even ask for directions, ask for advice. So when you're experiencing difficulties, sometimes in your, when you've hit this like, seem to be an obstacle in whatever you're trying to achieve, maybe it's because you just need to pull over and reevaluate. Maybe you need some self-examination. It's always a good time to self-examine. I always do it at New Year. My father always used to say, oh, New Year, it's just another day. I don't know what the fuss is about. But I see it as kind of a benchmark because what I do at New Year is I look back on the year that's been and I look to see what I achieved, what I didn't achieve. I try to work out why I achieved some things but not others. I look at the people that I involved in that year. I look at the people that maybe I should have involved in my life in that year. And I just check it, kind of check it all out and evaluate where I've been. I then use that information to kind of plan my next year. What did I do that worked that I can continue to do this year? What did I do that didn't work that I need to stop doing this year? Where are the places I've been that I shouldn't be going anymore? Who are the people I have met that I need to continue relationship with? Who are the people I've met that maybe are not good for me, so I need to distance myself? It's all questions like that, because when you're traveling your path, it's really important that you keep checking on your progress. The wise King Solomon said this in Proverbs, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. The verse implies that everything starts with your heart, with your motive. And as such, you need to pay particular attention to what goes in it. Your life will go the direction of your heart. So maybe a road closure in whatever you're trying to achieve gives you the time to stop and assess your heart's condition. Why am I doing this? Is this the right thing for me? What are my motives? Am I doing this out of jealousy or revenge? Or am I doing it out of love and kindness? Is a perfect time to evaluate what's going on. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. 
Thirdly, if you have to divert because of a road closure, you get to see new things. You see, if I just stuck on the M4 going to London, as you know if you travel motorways often, they're pretty boring, aren't they? There's not much to see on motorways. Whereas when you get diverted through towns and villages maybe you've never been to before, you get to see all sorts of new things, experience new things, see new people. Romans 12 says this, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Psychologists tell us that our thinking influences how we feel and how we behave. So in line with this idea, the verse instructs us to renew our minds. Your mindset could determine your direction. You see, as we face challenging circumstances, if we become so focused on the road closure sign or the obstacles that are in front of us, then frustration sets in and that starts to shape our thinking. Then as the cycle continues, negative feelings like sadness, resentment and anger take over and as a result we make poor decisions and we do poor actions so instead of allowing the world to cast you into the mold of you need to re- have revenge you need to to tell him straight you can or undercut that you or he won't notice the extra couple of quid missing all these sorts of things that the world kind of allows us to do So instead of allowing that to mould you, consciously make the effort to focus on what God's word says about you, your situation and your future. You see, the world's view is get revenge. The world's view is to look out for yourself. The world's view is it's okay to lie. The world's view is it's okay to deceive. Just don't get caught. And so Romans 12 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, negative emotions narrows our mind. And when you experience uh, things then, then you're, you're negative in your way. All you are focused on is the problem. But when you experience positive emotions, like joy, contentment and love, you will see far more possibilities in your life. And with this new perspective, you could see God using what was meant for evil to be a blessing in your life and in the life of others. Finally, when we hit a road closure, perhaps now it's time to follow the sat-nav. You see, when your journey is diverted, so when I was coming from North Wales to South Wales, I had no idea where I was going. The policeman stopped me and said, sorry, love, you can't come this way. Where are you heading? And all I could tell him was, I'm heading south. I had no idea what the next town was. I had no idea where I was. And I just said to the officer, it's fine. I'll just put it in my sat-nav. You would be foolish to guess your way along a path that you didn't know. And yet so many of us guess our way along life's path. You see, God is the best sat-nav that you will have. The reason by is because he sees the end of the journey before you've even started it. Psalm 139 says, You saw me before I was even born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Why wouldn't I want to follow the guidance of God? 
when he has every day of my life planned out for me, when he sees the end from the beginning, why wouldn't I want to listen to him? Joshua Wen says this, study this book, meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. So what road closures are you facing right now in your life? Maybe your career isn't going exactly how you want it to go. Maybe your business isn't making the profit that you thought it would do by now. Maybe your marriage isn't as good as what you perceive the marriage to be next door. Maybe you didn't get the exam results you wanted or the university course that you wanted. Maybe your finances are just not turning round for you, no matter what you do. You might just feel completely out of control and everything you try, you just seem to hit this road closed sign. Maybe you're saying, well, Ruth, no, that's not the case. The business is doing well. My career's doing well. My family's doing well. I love that if that is the case. And I am so, so pleased for you. But can I suggest that we, regardless of circumstances, all hit a road closure sign on March the 23rd at midnight? When Boris Johnson decided to lock the UK down, we have all had to stop and consider our journey. Coronavirus is probably one of the biggest, most disruptive road closure signs we have ever have had and ever will have in our life. We have all been forced to stop, all been forced to divert our journeys. We've had to rethink how we shop. We've had to rethink how we school our kids. We've had to rethink how we work from home. We've had to rethink how we continue with our businesses. We've had to think about and reevaluate how we continue to do friendships and family. We have to rethink even I mean, look at us here, online church. We've had to even rethink that. We've even had to rethink on how to cut our hair, for goodness sake. If you've seen some of the haircuts on social media, you'll know what I mean. I'm desperately uh, in need of a haircut, but there's no way my kids are coming close. I'm not rethinking that one. But we've all had to stop, we've all had to divert, and we've all had to take a different route from what we planned before March the 23rd. Now, for some, we will treat this lockdown as a comma. A comma in a sentence is just a pause, and then the sentence continues. And for some of us, this lockdown is just a comma. We will just sit here and wait for the road to reopen, and then carry on our merry way and change nothing, and off we go. But for some of us, and I pray for most of us, it will be a full stop. A full stop is an end to one sentence and the start of another. You see, in the practical, it could be this time that we use where we stop, reevaluate where we are, look for the positives, self-examine, check our hearts, check our minds and make adjustments and start a new sentence. It could be the way you're living your life. It could be the places that you spend your time. It could be the people that you spend your time with. It could be the business decisions that you're currently making. It could be the career choice 
you're you're currently following. It could be a relationship that you're in at the moment. It could be a past hurt that you haven't yet resolved. It could be a bad habit that you've been desperately trying to break. It could even be a good habit that you know you should be starting. You see, when you're forced to stop, it is an opportunity to start something new and head in a new direction. Maria Robinson, and incidentally, I have no idea who she is, so if you want to comment below, you carry on. But she said something good, and I just loved it. Maria Robinson said this, Nobody can go back and start a new beginning, but anyone can start today and make a new ending. It could even be the opportunity today to start a new way of life and head for a new destination. John 10 verse 10 says this, I came that you may have and enjoy life and have it to the full till it overflows. That's what God wants for you. That's the best thing that God can give you. A life that is full and overflowing. And do you know the best bit is that there's nothing that you have done that can disqualify you from being part of that. The only qualification is that you should call out to God. Psalm 91 says, when you call on me, I will answer. I will be with you in trouble. I will rescue and honour you. So I pray today as I've shared my thoughts around road closures and the advantages um, of the road closures and how we should look at it, I pray that something has touched your heart today that has helped you in your particular road closure. But more than above all else, more than anything, I pray that during this time of stoppage where we've been forced to put a halt to everything we know, that you will take this time to seek out the satna for your life that you will take the time to seek out God. God is good. God loves you. He wants the very best for your life. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be successful and to have a future that you can only dream of. He wants you to be safe. He wants you to feel protected. He wants you to feel loved. He wants all of that for you. But do you want him? Let's pray. Father God, I pray that whatever roadblock we are facing today, that we will use the trial for good. Help us see what we need to do. Help us examine our hearts and our minds and help us change what we need to change. But above all else, let's look to you, the one who is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. In Jesus' name, amen. This message was brought to you from Callon Church. If you want to know more, please check us out online at callon.church.